Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Hello and welcome to another episode of Light Body Radio. I am your host, Dr. Lara May, and I'm excited that you've chosen to spend some time with me today. And uh, so today I want us to talk about cultivating self-love and um, talk about, I also want to talk about that in the context of um, our own body image and maybe some of us are struggling with body dysmorphia. And um, this is definitely something that is very personal to me. I had um, a sort of a setback, reset, I don't know, throwback to um, like personal body image issues that I had back in high school. And I had like almost like a relapse of that over this past Mercury in retrograde. And of course, that's what Mercury in retrograde is all about, right? It's like bringing up issues that we still need to clear or maybe learn more about. And so I was kind of taken aback because I've done a lot of self-work in terms of, you know, bringing self-love into my life and doing, you know, I did Gabby Bernstein's judgment detox. And and that is work that I do on a consistent basis, because, you know, we all have judgment that comes up in all different um, size, shapes and forms. Um, And this I was having a really hard time judging myself and, you know, trying to figure out what was going on and how I was going to deal with it. And so um, at the time, I was able to talk with my sister about it. And she's a personal trainer. And, um, you know, she and I were both um, raised as athletes and still are athletes today. So it was interesting to talk to someone that has known me so well, um, obviously, my whole life, and talk, talk it through with that person, but also talk with some friends and sort of get their take on and how they approach it. And when the struggle comes up, because I think definitely as females, this is something that we've all struggled with at some point in our lives. And I think that um, even those that are considered, quote, skinny, or, you know, um, what the media definition of is, you know, beautiful or pretty or whatever. um, I think still, we all are sort of taught to second guess ourselves and to sort of um, be in this constant state of comparison and judgment. And it can be really harsh, and it can be really hard. And it can be really um, detrimental, um, especially if we do it over and over and over for years and years and years. So um, I wrote a blog back on August 15th that was entitled Five Ways to Cultivate Self-Love. So I want to sort of go through that and I'll link that in the show notes um, back to the blog post. And then depending on where we are with time, um, I may or may not go into, um, there's a section of Gabby Bernstein's book, May Cause Miracles, that is all about body image and um, self-love. So first I wanted to um, always, I like to bring in A Course in Miracles. So um, A Course in Miracles says that 
Comparison must be an ego device, for love makes none. It is established by a lack seen in another, and maintained by searching for and keeping clear insight, all lacks it can perceive. So again, comparison must be an ego device, for love makes none. And I really think that that's where a lot of this comes from. You know, we judge ourselves because of how we think we look. And that's where the body dysmorphia thing comes in. Because, you know, we can hear from our loved ones, from our family, from our friends, from our significant others, how, you know, how much they love us, how much they think we're beautiful. But if we don't see that when we look in the mirror, that is the definition of body dysmorphia or like when you constantly look in the mirror and you see you're fat, you're ugly, you're cellulite, you're, you know, the places that you think need the most work, all that. So um, obviously all of our bodies come in all shapes and sizes and rarely are they excited, accepted by um, society and the media. And I think from a very young age, especially women are taught by magazines and by television and by movies and, you know, all the media. And I think social media has definitely amplified this a lot as, you know, oh, you're supposed to look a certain way. You're supposed to, um, you know, fit into a certain style of type of clothes and, um, you know, how tall are you? Well, if you're this tall, then you're supposed to weigh this much. I mean, even the medical field does that then. And they do that with BMI. And they do that with all of these um, different ways that they can calculate our body mass. But you know, even those things aren't perfect. And they don't take account into a lot of the variability that we are as unique humans, every single one of us is unique and special and different. And it's supposed to be that way. So none of us are supposed to be cookie cutters of exactly what the media tells us that, you know, we're supposed to conform to. So again, there, I talk about a level of acceptance throughout a lot of my work. And so again, this is just another level of acceptance. And too many of us are so self-conscious and so self-critical and focusing way too much on our flaws. And like I said, like I definitely um, can be a victim of this. And I say victim because um, it's definitely something that we have to learn to overcome. Now, we don't have to continue to be victims. And I don't think that we should be victims. But um, I think if you've gotten to, you know, past the age of 25 in life, and you've never looked at yourself in the mirror and had a judgmental thought, then I want to talk to you because <laughs> that is amazing. And I just I just don't think um, many people in general, even men, um, have gotten through life without judging themselves based on a definition that we've been told what we're how we're supposed to fit into a certain um form or, you know, um, con conformity. So um, the worst thing we can do is make comparisons and assumptions about ourselves and others. And when we judge others and we judge ourselves, we are really just projecting our own self-judgment onto someone else. So even if, you know, you're sitting with your girlfriends at lunch or brunch or something and you see someone walk by and you're like, oh my God, like, what is she wearing? Or, you know, or I don't know, something like that. Um, that is judgment. And really all we're doing is projecting how we feel about ourselves onto that person. 
So we really need to, you know, keep that in check and be aware that how we're using judgment in our lives. We all need to learn to love who we are because we are all unique and there is no perfect body and there's no perfect person. And another quote from A Course in Miracles states that judgment is, quote, confused with wisdom and substitutes for truth. It is through our perceptions and judgments that we create the world we see around us, whether that be positive or negative. Again, it is through our perceptions and our judgments that we create the world we see around us. So I think that's huge. And, and because we can choose to make the choices and to think the thoughts that we think. And, you know, this, those things create our perceptions, which then create our reality. So this week, I encourage you to start being intentional about seeing yourself and others through the lens of compassion, love, and non-judgment. And um, so I want to go through five ways to help you with that. But um, like I I said a little bit before, a couple weeks ago, I was having sort of a a crisis of self. And we, um, my husband and I were getting ready to go somewhere. And the first pair of jeans I put on didn't fit. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I grabbed, you know, like, most women, how many pairs of jeans do we all have? (laughs) I probably have way too many. But anyway, so I went through two or three more pairs of pants and none of them fit and all of a sudden I went into a panic and this cycle of oh my god I'm so fat I must have gained weight why doesn't why don't these fit Uh, what is wrong with me what have I done what have I been doing what can I do right now to like find clothes to put on to get out of the house and all of these things and I'm sure you know we've this is something we've all been through and uh for um I'm definitely a a student of A Course in Miracles. I'm a student of uh, self-improvement. And, you know, this is something I deal a lot with with my clients as well. So I I don't want you guys to think that, oh, she's a health coach. She's a, you know, functional medicine specialist. She's this, that, or the other thing. So she must not deal with or go through any of this stuff. Like, no, no, no. (laughs) I am right there in the weeds with the rest of you. Um, And... Of course, it comes in cycles. Sometimes I feel really great in my skin and I am at a a place of acceptance and love with my body. But at this point, I definitely was not. And um, to the point where I even went out uh, the next day um, and bought some new clothes that fit. (laughs) So but even that that action of going out and um, going to find clothes that I felt good in, I think that is Um, something that we should all think about too, because, you know, our body, especially female bodies change with each cycle of the month. And that was definitely um, contributing to the way my body was fitting into the clothes of that moment. And so I just needed to go and find clothes that fit. And I didn't spend a ton of money, but I just needed to have something that would help me reframe instead of feeling uncomfortable and, you know, feeling like bulging or fat or whatever, um, finding clothes that you're comfortable in. So um, that's something that I think we should all, again, instead of like, 
shopping for clothes that are a certain size or that we think we should be in or that, you know, where we think we should be, which are all just forms of judgment. We just need to find something that we feel comfortable in, that we feel beautiful in. Because once we start to feel beautiful and feel love for ourselves and feel comfortable, then that is what is going to reflect out and show to the rest of the world. And that is how other people are going to receive us as well. So the first step in these steps to building more self love, and I talked about this a little already is to stop comparing yourself to others. And again, I think all of us uh, need to remind ourselves on a daily basis, the most important thing you can do for yourself to start loving yourself more is to stop comparing your body or your habits to someone else's. Comparison only leads to self deprecation, jealousy and envy. And it worse if it keeps going, even maybe self-loathing. You will never be happy with yourself if you constantly compare yourself to everyone else. We all have flaws. And even they, you know, some of um, the most beautiful celebrities that you think might be beautiful and perfect, they all have flaws. And they all have Photoshop and <laughs> airbrushing that is done for them. So they're not visible to you, but the flaws are there. And we are all made differently and everybody has their own definition of beauty. We also all have an internal dialogue and we have no idea what other people are saying to themselves in their own heads. And honestly, they're probably being just as harsh and judgmental and mean to themselves as we are. If we have that cycle, then you know other people have it too. So I think that we should, again, be reminded with this stopping of the comparison to also stop with the deprecating self dialogue. And every time we say a thought or think a thought, or, you know, catch ourselves, we have to stop and choose again and immediately respond with something of love and acceptance and gratitude. So we can change how we perceive ourselves. But in order to love yourself, you must change your perception of yourself. And again, this is a deliberate choice that you can make. You do not have to fall victim to what mainstream media says we should, you know, look like and do and, and fit into. Um, so say positive things to yourself and about yourself and keep saying them until you actually start to believe them. And so this might take a little while, but and again, it's a practice and that's okay. The proof that this works is because the practice is how, um, is how you start to dislike your body in the first place. That is also taught because we get to this point of self-loathing and dislike and judgment because we've, it, we've heard it so many times for so many years. So think about that and now just start to make the choice to change that dialogue and to change those words. And so it'll be a process as well. It won't be overnight. But with each day, with each moment, with each instance where we get to choose again, we will start to change that perception. And we'll start to change our energy. And we'll start to cultivate some self love and self acceptance. So again, turning the process around and starting to find the positive. Create a daily ritual of journaling is a really good thing that you can do. And do this with positive statements about yourself to yourself. And if you're a student of Abraham Hicks, like I am, 
Um, this is also, uh, she calls it the pos a list of positive aspects. And you can make a list of positive aspects about anything that you are wanting to cultivate and appreciate and grow more, more, more momentum towards. That's the pro uh, process of manifesting. But in this specific situation, I think the list of positive aspects about your body I am so grateful and appreciative that I can wake up every day and feel good in my body. I am so grateful that overall my body is healthy. I am so grateful that my body um, is loves to move and can walk easily and maybe even run or stretch and do yoga. I'm so grateful and appreciative that I am able to, you know, make the decision to eat healthy food that will replenish and and renew my physical body as well as my mental one. So all of these things and you'll once you start making those positive lists, then it'll the momentum you'll see and you'll feel the momentum will grow and you'll just sort of get on um, on a tangent. And that's a great way to start your day. And you know, it's even a good way to end the day, but it's definitely a great way to start your day. And um, it'll uh, Abraham talks about prepaving, so it'll it'll set you up to be in that high vibing place for a longer part of the day. Hopefully, the whole day. But you know, there's things that come on and sort of like throw us off um, that high flying disc. But again, so getting in the habit of making your list of positive aspect statements about your physical body and about your emotional and um, self dialogue. All right, so the next aspect of this is to start moving more. And again, we're all different. We're all at different places. We, some of us are athletes. Some of us were athletes and aren't anymore. Some of us are striving to just get in better shape or just to move more. Maybe some of us um, have desk jobs and we find ourselves sitting at a desk for eight to 10 hours a day. And so just making the commitment to move more throughout the day. If you can set aside and um, exercise first thing in the morning before you start your day, that's fantastic. It doesn't have to be grueling, it can be yoga, it can be stretching, it can be walking, riding your bike, um, just, it doesn't have to be, again, anything crazy, just get moving. Dancing, any physical activity is a great way to learn to love your body. And again, um, Tony Robbins talks about his, um, I think he calls it his hour of power in the morning. And it's where he combines um, mantras and positive things to say with the movement. And I, I will say that I've tried this um, two years ago when I started um, training for half marathons and 10Ks. And I was even thinking about doing a triathlon. But I had to overcome this mental block for running because at the time I hated it. And but in order to be obviously a successful triathlete, you have to run. <laughs> so um, I found this tool that he called his hour of power. And um, I'm sure you can find it online if you Google it. And it, um, there's a little script, but you can make up your own. And for me, it was just um, I and it was part of my warm up. So I would start start that out when I was walking, and then I would do it while I was stretching. And then I would say the things while I started jogging. And then, you know, throughout the workout, whether it was like an interval run or a long run, if I started to, you know, have that dialogue of, oh, 
oh, this hurts or, oh, I hate this or, oh, this sucks, I would immediately change it and, you know, stop myself and start with the motivational dialogue of my body feels great. I feel strong. I feel alive. I'm out in nature. It's beautiful. All, you know, so all these things. So the idea is to start moving more. And um, last week's uh, podcast was all about motivation. And so I think this is also will help us be motivated if we incorporate positive mantras with it. And so maybe, you know, you just Google like positive exercise mantras. And, you know, I'm sure you'll find some lists out there. And just, you know, repeat the ones that that gravitate to you. Um, I think the one that Tony Robbins uses, but I'm not sure is like, I am, I am strong, I am powerful, I am excited, I am motivated. And, you know, and you can incorporate that into whatever activity you're doing. And just keep saying it. And you'll notice that your energy will come up and you will be more motivated to both start and keep going with the exercise. And so a Another aspect of this is do what's fun for you. If you hate running like I did, maybe that's not where you should start unless you have a goal to reach and you want to break through. Like I had a very specific goal to break through this mindset block that I had with running and I did it and now I love it and I've have a little knee problem so I'm not able to run as much and I actually kind of miss it and so it's just really really funny to me that I spent so many years hating running and now I love it and I'm having to dial it back because of uh, a little tweak in my knee. So um, maybe for you, it's even just going to be walking or riding a bike or going for a hike, uh, whatever it is, make sure that it's something that you like to do. It's fun because the more you enjoy it, the more you'll be willing to, uh, but we call that intrinsic motivation. So, um, and it'll help raise your vibration and raise your energy and um, keep you going. So when you see yourself, you will start to see that you are that once you start this, sorry, you will see just how capable you are. So um, the next step is practice gratitude. And this can also be um, combined with the list of positive aspects. But being grateful and being appreciative that we are healthy, that we have resources for our mental health, that we have resources for our physical health, that we have the awareness and the ability to change our mind, to change our habits, to change our lives. We really do. We have that power. And just being so, I am so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for all of you that have decided to tune in and listen and spend your time with me and learn these things and start implementing them. So be grateful, thankful, appreciative for what you have, for what you can do, for how far you can go. And all of these things can be incorporated, again, like I said, into your list of positive aspects, or you can separate them, or you can infuse them throughout your day. I like to um, set a little timer. Um, and just to, especially if I'm having a rough day, it'll give me the chance to tune back in and infuse that energy of gratitude and appreciation. And that usually helps me actually get through a rough day with, um, a higher vibration and better energy and more positivity. So definitely um, take that into consideration and think about infusing that into your daily activities. So the last thing here is to be your own cheerleader. 
when you look in the mirror, don't focus on the flaws. And if you do catch yourself, great, you've caught yourself. Now you have the chance to choose something else. Find the things that you love about your body and celebrate the smallest victories. Be your own cheerleader instead of your own worst enemy. Before you can move forward in life, whether it's in a relationship, a job, or a new endeavor, successful will only come after you learn to love and appreciate yourself. And as with anything else, big change comes with small shifts. So you can do this. I believe in you. And like I said, even having such a recent sort of personal crisis, uh, it was really interesting for me to like grab my tools and start using them and implementing them and changing my mindset and, you know, changing some habits. And um, I even decided to I decided to reevaluate how I was eating and reevaluate my exercise regimen. So um, I believe in you. I'm here to support you on this journey. And if you have any thoughts or questions, or you want more support, I am um, definitely available. You can email me, you can leave a comment below here um, in the resources page. You can um, contact me through social media. Again, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So um, let me know like, if you also have struggled with this, what tools you have used to overcome or maybe you really haven't and you're still struggling with it. And so I really want to honor where you are and I want to be able to give you the tools that you can use to improve your life and to change your life uh, permanently and for the better. So um, let's see, I think that's it. I'm going to save this chapter and uh, may cause miracles for another episode because um, I don't want to exhaust your attention span for the day. Uh, and it's a great chapter and I want to be able to dedicate plenty of time to it. So anyway, um, I will link back to this original blog post in the show notes as well. So you have that. And I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And definitely let me know if there are things that you'd like to hear more of different. Um, I am always open to feedback. And I hope you have a fantastic week. Namaste.